please be aware that the comments, views, opinions shared on this podcast are not meant to diagnose a medical problem and or legal problem. If you do have a medical problem or legal problem, kindly contact a professional. Welcome to An Apple A Day, a podcast, a resource, a community. Share your experiences and learn from others as we overcome barriers and learn to live a happy, healthy life with a disability. Welcome to the community. Here's your host, Jimmy Apple. We are gathered here today for another episode of An Apple a Day. I'm your host, Jimmy Apple. How you doing today, my friends? You feeling good? You feeling strong? Good, I'm glad. Hey, An Apple a Day is brought to you by www.famousapple.com. Famousapple.com is the home site for this podcast. You get a minute, go over there, check us out, www.famousapple.com. And if you want to get a hold of me, you can reach me at jimmy at famousapple.com. If you want to get a hold of the management over at Famous Apple, you can reach them at admin at famousapple.com. So how was your week? Everything go good? You feeling good? Keeping up those doctor's appointments? Yeah. I tell you. This weather, the weather's been crazy. They say that the average in New York is 15 days a year over 90 degrees. I think in the past week we had seven of them because it has been hot as hell here. I got to tell you, it's been, it's been rough. It's been a rough week as far as the heat goes. If you didn't have air conditioning inside, you got in your car and you went for a ride with the air conditioning on. If you didn't have air conditioning in your car, you got in the car and went for a ride with the windows down and a bottle of water. It, it's been, wow, it's been hot as Hades here, man. So needless to say, I stayed in all week. I didn't leave the house for anything. But I, I did some TV watching. I did a lot of reading, a lot of research. I read a lot of the emails that were sent to me. I answered a lot of emails. Actually, I had... I think it was 35 emails. A lot of them were very nice. A lot of them were very nice. They they wrote to say that they enjoyed the podcast. They gave me suggestions for topics, which I'm going to look into. And some had questions, and we're going to go over some of those questions today. I also watched some TV. And one thing that just pisses me off when I, when I see it on TV is people that don't know what they're talking about when it comes to people with disabilities, and they find that they can talk like they're, I don't know, like they're God, like they're holding something over, lording something over disabled people. And that pisses me off to no end. And the person that does that the most is Judge Judy. She gets under my skin. Number one, I don't like her tone at all. If she was a real judge, I think... She would have been thrown off the bench a long time ago. But I was watching her on Wednesday, August 21st, and there was a fellow on there. Now, I'm not going to get into what his problems were or whatever, but he was suffering from PTSD. He got shot while he was in prison. I don't know what he was in prison for, but he got shot. And I'll tell you what, if you get shot, there's a pretty good chance that you're going to have PTSD. If you go to prison... There's a pretty good chance you're going to have PTSD if you're not a hardened criminal. But anyhow, he came out and he 
ended up getting Social Security disability for his PTSD. And Judge Judy found that incredulous. He, well, you look like a healthy person. Well, yeah, he may look healthy, but mentally he has a problem. And she just can't fathom that. She can't wrap her tiny little brain around that, that people might have a mental problem that they're dealing with. I, I wonder what she thinks about the people that come back from war that get shot at or get shot. Does she think that they're faking it also? when they're suffering from PTSD. I have a real problem with Judge Judy. Well, anyway, she starts putting this guy through the ringer. Well, what do you do during the day? And he, the guy was honest. He says, well, I straighten up the house. I, I vacuum a little bit. I dust off. I, he was living with a friend, and she had two kids, so he'd take the kids to school and pick them up from school, and he'd make them lunch. And she says, well, you can take them to school. You can pick them up from school. And you can make them lunch and you can vacuum in the house. Why can't you get a job? You'd rather take our money from the federal from the federal government. First of all, Judge Judy, and I've told you this once before, and I'm going to tell you this again. Number one, put your listening ears on and shut your mouth. This guy had to pay into Social Security, came out of his paycheck. It was an insurance that he bought. He's not getting handed money from anybody. This is insurance that he bought, and... Social Security checked him out. They granted him this award. They, they said that he met their standards. So who are you to demean this guy, to denigrate this guy in public on TV because you think that he's faking? You ought to check yourself. As I said, I don't know what he did, but... He had a job before he went to prison. He wasn't a career criminal. He wasn't running the streets, robbing people or whatever. He had a job. He had several jobs before he went to jail. He paid into his taxes. He paid into Social Security. And Judge Judy knew this. It was said as part of the show. Someone should teach her. Or maybe they should tell her to keep her mouth shut unless she, she knows what she's talking about. Because... In this case, and in the last case that I brought up, she doesn't know what she's talking about. When it comes to Social Security disability, she has no idea what she's talking about. She just likes to accuse people. I, I, she just annoys me. She annoys me. And now her with her new hairdo, I think it's pulled back too tight. I think it's time for Judge Judy to retire, is what I think. And I don't understand this guy... Why is he even answering her questions? What relevance does it have that he's receiving Social Security disability to this case that's on TV? It has none. None. And I said it once before. You don't have to answer to anybody other than a Social Security judge about your Social Security disability. It's nobody else's business. Do people have to answer to you about their job? Do they have to tell you how much they make a month? Do they have to tell you what they do throughout the day? No, they don't. Nor do you. You don't have to tell anybody anything. That is your business. That's your private business. That's between you and the Social Security Department. Nobody else, not Judge Judy, nobody. That's your business. Remember that. Uh... Let's move on here. Let's take a look at some emails that I that I received. All right, this first email comes from Rich in Long Island City, New York. It says, Dear Jimmy Apple, I've listened to every podcast you've done, learned a couple of things, and had a couple of laughs. 
Now I have a question. My disability is with my back. I used to work in construction. I fell from scaffolding and did some damage to discs in my back. I had one surgery and walking is difficult now. My question is, if I change doctors, am I raising any red flags? I don't want to cause a problem with Social Security. Signed, Richard, Long Island City, New York. Well, Rich, first of all, thank you very much for writing. And second of all, no, you're not going to raise flags. You're entitled to change doctors. Now, let me just go on about that a little bit here. Remember this. Every time you change doctors, you're taking a step back, a small step back, because a new doctor has to start from scratch with you. Now, if you're changing doctors because you, you don't like the attitude of a doctor or maybe you don't agree with that doctor... That's one thing. Yeah, you know, let me just put it like this. I used to go to a cardiologist. The cardiologist thought he walked on water. And he never talked to me. He always talked at me. And that just twisted me. I, I couldn't understand a thing he said. It was always like I was bothering him. And I just said, the hell with this? My insurance is paying him. You know, it's not like he's doing this for free for me. And I had to find someone that I could trust, someone that I could talk to. So I changed doctors. And I actually, I changed cardiologists three or four times because a lot of cardiologists have that affliction that they think they're God. But I found one guy now that he's straight up with me. He tells me up front whether it's good news or bad news, he tells me the truth. And that's something that's of value to me. I'd rather have someone that tells it to me straight and tells me honestly and in English. (laughs) But You know, if you're just looking for someone to give you a different answer, changing doctors isn't such a good idea. You can always get a second opinion, okay? Don't be so quick to change doctors. Get a second opinion. If Unless it's a, it could be a a personality conflict between you and the doctor, then maybe you you might want to change the doctor. If you don't have confidence in that doctor anymore, then you might want to change the doctor. But if you're just looking for a different diagnosis, I would get a second opinion before I start changing around. Okay? Listen, Rich, thanks a lot for writing. I appreciate it. Please write again. And I did answer you in your email, so it's there. So hopefully I'll talk to you soon. Our next email comes from Jen from Appleton, Wisconsin. Appleton, my kind of town. She writes, Jimmy, this is my first year receiving Social Security disability. Do I have to fill out a tax return still each year? Thank you for your time. Love your podcast, Jen. Thank you, Jen, for writing. And the simple answer is yes. You do have to fill out a tax return each year. Uh, You're still receiving money. And just to double check, what I would do if I was you is ask your tax preparer. If you don't have a tax preparer, maybe make a call to one. H&R Block, one of those. But I was told yes, and I've been filling out my tax returns every year since I've been on disability. So I say yes. But you can check for yourself. Check with an attorney or check with a tax preparer yourself. Okay? Thanks a lot for writing, Jen. And I hope to talk to you soon. And write again, please. And your answer is in your email box, too. This next email comes from Mr. B in Alabama. It says, since I became disabled, my position has been filled at work. Can I collect unemployment plus my SSD? 
Simple answer, no. In order to collect unemployment, you have to be able-bodied and ready to go back to work. If you're collecting social security disability, you're not able-bodied. Makes sense? <laughs> I hope so. No, you can't collect unemployment and social security. Simple. Okay, let's move on to the next one. And Mr. B, thanks a lot for writing. And your answer is in your email box and write again, buddy. I appreciate it. Our next email comes from Manhattan, New York. It says, Mr. Apple, as a disabled person in a wheelchair, do I have any recourse against a business that is not handicap accessible? Can they be fined? Signed, Lynn in Manhattan, New York. Lynn, you know what your recourse is? You can go to another store. There's really nothing that, that can be done. Um, it's to the, to the business's advantage to be handicap accessible. Now, I know in certain states that a business that wants to have, say, the lottery terminal to sell lottery tickets must be handicap accessible. The best thing to do is if it's a, if it's a case that the business is um, something that you, you absolutely need and you can't get anywhere, you can't find that business anywhere else, you can contact an attorney. And I, I just want to add into this. I received another email about the ADA, and I want to make it clear. The ADA isn't an office. The ADA is the Americans with Disability Act. It's a law that was put into place. So you can contact a lawyer and let him file under the ADA, but there is no office. The email asked me if there was an ADA office in each state. And the ADA is not an office. It's a, it's a law that was enacted. So, no, your recourse, short of getting an attorney and fighting it, your recourse is to go to another business and not patronize that business. That's Unfortunately, that's it. And people that do have businesses that aren't handicapped accessible, I wonder sometimes if they realize the amount of business that they're losing. It's something to think about out there, business people, if you're listening. But no, unfortunately, we really don't have any recourse. We can write the company and, you know, make suggestions. For the most part, though, I've found that most companies are handicap accessible nowadays. It's the little stores that aren't that you have a problem with. But for the most part, most businesses are handicap accessible. The ones that aren't, make a stink. Write them, call them. Let your other handicapped friends know about them. That's the best I can tell you. Okay? Thanks a lot, Lynn, for writing in. I do appreciate it. And I did put your answer in your email. And write again. Take care, my friend. Our next email comes from Larry in Spokane, Washington. He writes, Jimmy Apple, I have to tell you, it's refreshing to hear someone like you speaking out on the drug addicts and the drunks and so on. People have to take responsibility for their actions. We need people like you who aren't afraid to speak the truth. You should run. <laughs> this guy's good. You should run for office. Sincerely, Larry, Spokane, Washington. Well, Larry, the last thing you want is me to run for office. But thank you. Thank you. That's a very kind email. I have no answer for it. It's just, you know what? 
it's refreshing to know that there are people out there that think like me, that aren't ready just to give up the ranch to people who are self-indulgent. So thank you very much for writing, Larry. And write again. Write again, my friend. All right. So this next email comes from a coward. (laughs) He doesn't put his name on it. I got his email address, but he didn't put his name or state on it. And I'm not going to put his email address out. I'm not that type of person. But he writes, hey, dickhead. I guess that's my new name. Hey, dickhead, I heard your your speech about people addicted to drugs. You think they should be arrested. They're not criminals. They are sick and need help. How is putting them in jail going to help them? Put the doctors who prescribe these meds in jail along with the manufacturing company CEOs who are getting rich off of them. It is not their family's responsibility to take care of them. It's society's problem. I know because I was once a heroin addict. It wasn't my family's fault. And the safe places to shoot up and clean needle programs protect society from disease. And the Narcon you so hate saves lives. Anytime you want to learn more about the truth, just let me know. You're a dangerous asshole. Wow. Wow. Where to begin, huh? All right, let's begin at the beginning. All right, first of all, I don't come on here and call you names. But you want to call me a dickhead? Go right ahead. I've been called worse by better people than you. Next, you don't think they should get arrested? Why not? Doing drugs is illegal. It's against the law. How else do you want me to say it? If we were on camera, I'd show you in sign language. It's illegal. They're breaking the law. They go to jail. They're not sick. They're breaking the law. Now, you want to put the doctors in jail? For what? For prescribing pain medication? And what would happen if the doctors didn't prescribe pain medication? Then what would you want to do to them? Suppose you went to the doctor because you hurt your back and the doctor said, well, sorry, can't give you pain medication because I think you might become addicted to it. What are you going to say to the doctor then? Then the doctor will be a real scumbag, huh? But no, because you're too weak-minded to be able to take the drugs as they're written, take the prescription as it's written. It's the doctor's fault. It's called being an adult, my friend, being an adult. And then you want to sue the CEOs of big pharmacy companies for manufacturing the drugs that the doctors have to prescribe to kill the pain of normal adults? Just because you're a weak-minded individual that has to find some way to escape reality, it's not anyone else's fault except for yours and your families for not raising you right, okay? If you don't like that, tough. That's a fact. Now, you, you don't think your family should take responsibility somehow it's society's fault? Please explain that to me. Please. I want to know how it's society's fault and not your family's fault for raising a moron. And safe places to shoot up, that's, that's, you think that's a good thing? So you want the cities and the states to give you a safe place to go shoot up. That's like giving a, a lane on the highway to drunk drivers. What, are you crazy? It's against the law. What, what part of that do you not understand? And giving clean needles, I'd rather give clean needles to people that are diabetic. 
okay? People that are going to use them responsibly to help themselves get better. Not people that want to shoot up some kind of crap in their arm so that they can orbit Mars for a couple of hours. And Narcon, you know what? Give it to them. Let their families pay for it. I'd rather give the I'd rather give the free drugs to cancer patients and again to diabetics and to heart patients. I'd rather give it to people that are suffering from diseases than to these junkies and these drunks that want to kill themselves. You want to go out there, shoot some stuff in your arm and play Russian roulette? Go right ahead. Go right ahead. But don't expect the rest of society to bail you out every time there's a bullet in the chamber. Hey, I'm willing. You want to teach me, you said? You're going to tell me the truth? You're going to, you're going to teach me about the truth? Well, here I am. Write me. Write me back. Tell me what the truth is. Tell me why this is society's problem. Tell me why the doctor should go to jail. Tell me why the CEO should go to jail. And tell me why the junkie should get off scot-free. I'm, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to wait for that. I'm going to wait for that. Please, write me back and tell me. And I'll put it on again. As soon as you write me, I'll share it with the rest of the people that listen to this podcast. But until then, you're nothing but a moron. That's how I look at you. Because you don't even have the balls to put your name on this or where you're from. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to guess that you're from one of the big cities or New York or Los Angeles in California. Right? I'll bet. I'll bet dollars to donuts. So write me back. Write me back. Explain all of this. Explain how I'm wrong. Don't just, don't just write and make accusations and make stupid statements like this. Tell me how using drugs isn't illegal. Go ahead. I dare you. Please, tell me how I'm wrong. Ugh. Well, thanks for stopping by this week. I really appreciate it. Have a great weekend. And remember this, things can always be worse. No matter what, someone is wishing that they were in your position. So I will talk to you next week. Have a great weekend. Thanks a lot for stopping by. And anyone interested in having their emails read on the podcast or being on the podcast, just write me at jimmy at famousapple.com. You've been listening to An Apple a Day. My name is Jimmy Apple. Thanks for listening to An Apple a Day with Jimmy Apple, your gateway to a happy, healthy life. Join our community at www.famousapple.com. See you next time.